Jack LaLanne once said, Exercise is king, nutrition is queen. Put them together, and you've got a kingdom. Get ready to have it all. This is the All for One Podcast. You're about to get honest, accurate information about training and nutrition to not only achieve your goals, but to go beyond. Go beyond. Everything you need to make it to the kingdom. This is the All for One Podcast. And now your host, personal trainer and nutrition coach, Aaron Armstrong. Hello and welcome back everyone to the Alpha One Podcast. My name is Aaron Armstrong, a PT here in Australia, doing my best to help you guys overcome any objectives or anything that you were struggling with to do with your training or nutrition. Today we're going to be doing a topic question on a few different things. I've actually been overloaded with questions recently, so I'm going to be doing two Q&As this week. And these are the questions. Can you get fit without paying for an expensive online coach? And how do you know if they barely know any more than you do? Now, the next question being, what's the cause of pain that I feel in my left elbow during and after a workout? And then weight losing food, please. Can I use creatine if I have a kidney problem? And the final question will be, when does your metabolism decrease? It's been really exciting the amount of attention I've been getting through online in these groups and everything and the amount of feedback I've been getting back from you guys, which has been absolutely awesome. I'm super excited to answer as many of these questions as I possibly can and hopefully not keep you guys waiting for too long. Um, But yeah, my weekend was pretty fun. Not really, to be honest. I got my wisdom teeth taken out and I've just been recovering from that, which has meant no training for the first day. I had no solid food so i was just drinking lots of soup up and goes ice cream smoothies trying to spice it up but just getting liquid calories in for every single meal is not a very fun or sustainable way so yeah it was was really tough just in that one day but other than that i'm back in in business as of today things are recovering very well i would say no issues or dramas uh in the in my mouth at all which is really good a little bit of oozing which is kind of gross but it is what it is it kind of comes with the recovery of everything but I'll be sure to be back into training probably even as early as tomorrow. We'll see how we feel in the morning. Uh, but moving into the first question here, can you get fit without paying for an expensive coach uh, that, that may barely know more than you do? Uh, well, absolutely you can get fit without paying for a coach, believe it or not. You just have to do a shit ton of research to get accurate, good information that is actually going to be relevant towards your goal as well. And now I say relevant towards your goal, Why? Well, because you can do a lot of different styles of training, but you may have a specific goal in mind that you need very specific style training uh, in order for you to hit and achieve, which if you just continually switch around your routine and you don't really have a program and you're not tracking progress, uh, you are going to be going up an uphill battle of, you are going to be doing an uphill battle against what you're actually trying to achieve, which is what most people fit into. And now the second part of that question is, how do you know whether a trainer knows more than you do? Well, a great question is I like to touch base first and and kind of distinguish whether someone is a decent trainer or not based on a few couple of things. You should know within the very first session whether this person genuinely gives a fuck about what you're trying to do and if they actually offer you constructive, good feedback and strategies into overcoming your problem. And they should also do movement assessments for you on the first time meeting you to make sure that um, you don't have any outstanding imbalances that may affect the way that you move. And they should also put you through a very specific workout, depending on that sort of feedback that they get. 
and yeah, that's kind of like the the first step, right? And then then obviously they got to show up on time. They've got to be really nice. They've got to be very curious about you. That's a very good quality that I like to 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 implement into myself. Is just be very curious about everyone that I'm training, uh, just to get to know them better. Just to you know dig deep and get a little bit closer to the person in that first session is going to be a big green flag for people. But yeah, so checking those couple boxes off is going to do you a world of good in distinguishing a good trainer. Uh, when you find one and it'll be probably one of the biggest things that'll save you money in the long run because you don't want to be stuck with a shitty trainer for x amount of months or years because that would just not be fun and a complete waste of money uh, which unfortunately that i've heard of recently but it is what it is now the next problem is going to be what's the cause of pain i feel in my left elbow after a workout now buddy this is very dependent towards what you have been doing and whether you have injured this or not but i'm going to base my answer based on how people usually ask me about this is when they're doing some sort of pressing movement or when they're doing some sort of extension movement in the arm is that their elbow hurts and they feel like a, a tight sharp pain through their elbow uh, what generally works out to to do this really to fix this really quickly and really easily if it is what i'm thinking it is is stretching out your forearms. Now there's a couple of different movements you can do. You can do prayers with your hands where you're just praying up and then praying down. And that may stretch it a little bit and offer a little bit of uh, relief. But the other super good movement that you can do is going to be grabbing the dowel stick and you will message me so I can demonstrate it for you because I have no idea on how to explain this fucking thing to anybody uh, over audio. No fucking chance. But yeah, doing that has helped a lot of my, especially my clients who are like climbers, baseball players, people who use a, a very hands-on work all the time and get a lot of stiffness in that forearm area. And, and um, yes, that offers a great deal of relief for them, which is really good. So hopefully it can offer a little bit for you as well, um, but we will see. The next question is going to be weight losing food. Now, this is a very good question. There is no specific weight losing food. It all depends on whether you're in a deficit or whether you are not in a deficit. Now, there are definitely foods that are better for you that have more nutrients that are going to kind of encourage you to lose more weight because you'll be making better health choices, um, kind of like whole foods and all that sort of thing. But there is no special food that is going to make the weight fall off you. And hopefully you can realize that early on and not spend the first six months to a year trying all these crazy different special foods that people you know, say, oh, this makes my fat burn off like crazy. It does not work. So yeah, best thing is just make better food health choices. Be very conscious of what you are eating and kind of see how you go from that. Uh, but I hope that helps. So the next question is going to be, can I use creatine if I have a kidney problem? This is a very, very important point. So guys, I love giving feedback. If you do not know already, I'm a huge fan of talking and trying to walk people through different things. Uh, but I am also someone who prides myself in being very transparent and honest with you guys. When I say I do not know everything. And if I do not know something, I'm not going to claim to know something. This is one of those questions that, to be honest, I'm not too sure, man. Uh, if you are that worried about something going wrong from taking creatine, I would rather you consult a doctor or some sort of professional that actually has a lot of depth knowledge within this topic, because unfortunately, I do not. You know, I wish I could be the guy that answers every single question, and I usually will choose the questions that I have a really good answer to, but I thought this was a perfect question for me to come on here and say that, you know what, I actually have no idea, man. Uh, it's seriously, yeah, not everything that, I, that you guys ask me I'm going to know and I just want to be completely transparent about it. So just so that, you know, it's not like I'm trying to bullshit and be like, no, nah, man, there's no problem at all. And then your fucking kidney explodes like two days later after taking creatine. That would not be fun. I would not want to take that as a liability as well, even though it is just advice that I'm giving on the podcast here. So yeah, like I said, 
reach out and contact your an allied health professional and get this the sort of information and get someone with the knowledge to actually answer that question appropriately for you uh but yeah if that's a really good answer as well as like if you guys have anything that you're very uncertain about and you're not sure about how it will impact yourself or the body please go and talk to someone who actually has an idea on how to do things but that is just something that is outside of my scope unfortunately man moving on to the last question when does your metabolism decrease this is a great question there is a big myth that your metabolism decreases when you age this is certainly not the case at all and the 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 studies that go along with this suggest exactly what i'm about to say is it isn't that people's metabolisms go down, it's that they become way more inactive. The most common thing that I get from people saying this is I was like, oh yeah, as I got older, my metabolism crashed and then I just put all this weight on and couldn't do anything about it. Hmm, really, is that so? Let's uh, let's do a bit of digging. What sort of activity do you do now? Oh, uh, I go to my office job, nine to five, sitting down, and then I go home and sit down on, and watch Netflix for the last two hours before I go to bed. I'd be like, oh, cool, what were you doing when, what did you, when you grew up? Were you playing sports? Were you going out? Oh, man, I was out all the time with my friends riding around. I played soccer. I played basketball. I played blah. Three, four days a week, I was always out and about. Oh, so would you say that maybe the reason that your quote-unquote metabolism has decreased is due to you becoming way more inactive or because of you getting older? And when I say it out like that, most people would be like, hmm, maybe it's just because I've become inactive. And I'm like, yeah, you've picked up way more responsibilities than you are able to manage more activity with. And so that is just the result of, yeah, like I said, life getting busy, things happening, and you just not having enough time to go out and play all the sports and things that you wanted to. Super common, super common though. So don't feel, don't be scared or don't be worried about that at all. The best thing that you can be aiming to do, if this is, if this sounds like you, who's someone who's, oh, my metabolism will slow down, try and get in seven to 10,000 steps every single day, drink heaps of water, try and make time to go out and play with uh, your family, pets, whatever, uh, just to get that activity up and up and running. And you will be very surprised at um, how that kind of adds up to you towards the end of the week. But it is something that you will just have to kind of commit to for that medium to long term. Because like I said, if you, when you were a kid, you were out playing soccer and running around every single day, all day. And then you went completely into the workforce where you just do your nine to five and go home and sit down. And you probably eating things that are higher in calories as well because you don't want to meal prep. And it's very easy to get the KFC across the road every single day because it's uh, convenient, very tasty, but very high in calories. So just trying to get your activity up is really going to be the the thing that is going to be helping you guys out the most out of everything to do with that. Uh, but I hope that gives you a better insight on what to do if this sounds like you. I'm getting old. My metabolism is slowing down. No, it's not. You're just becoming more inactive. Hopefully that answers that. Um, but yeah, like I said, thank you guys so much for all the questions I've been getting recently. It's been very, very overwhelming. I actually need to start getting a notebook and writing them all down because there's just so many I keep forgetting to answer some and then others pile on top of the others. Uh, but until next time, thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you on Friday. Bye. You've been listening to the All for One podcast. It's Aaron's passion to give you honest, accurate information. When it comes to training and nutrition, we want you to achieve your goals. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review it. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram at all for one underscore PT. For questions, comments, or suggestions, send an email to all for one PT at gmail.com and find us on facebook at all for one pt we'll leave you with a quote from gabe grunwald it's okay to struggle but it's not okay to give up on yourself or your dreams